0: Joining me to talk about this is veteran teacher Teresa. Did uh, you hear? Did, did you hear that last question?
1: The question, the question was about workplace drama. Yeah. Yes. So, um, with the workplace drama in our area, I find it interesting because it 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 goes beyond our walls and comes comes in from other places we even have schools that are outside of our district that um, they hear a rumor because we are in a small area and it it explodes into something else i've I've seen it from district to district not just within a a single district or school
0: okay all right um my next one, my next one has to do with uh student phone addiction uh what, do you, <laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts uh do you see kids that are on their phone constantly throughout the day do you think it's a problem and do you, do you think there should be more rules in place about cell phones
1: um our policy here works pretty well it's pretty it's pretty straightforward um we don't have a lot of Problems with cell phone use by students at work. I don't, I don't see that. Mm -hmm. I find that it's a little more challenging when a teacher decides that, you know, they, they want to, mm, I'll say, ignore the policy that's set in place and that they, they allow students to be on their phones when they shouldn't be. But for the most part, no, we don't have that challenge here
0: okay all right now um this next one is like with book banning do you agree with banning books or do you think there should be a ban on banning books what are your thoughts on the matter
1: hmm um that's a ew (laughs) yikes um i'll i'll tell you that that i think that a book needs to be evaluated before it's brought into a certain grade level do i think we should ban them no no because the kids can get to them the kids can get to them if they really want to they're going to get to them outside of of a protected environment so if we introduce them in the in the classroom then you know then they're at least educated they're at least given information it's not you know they're able to give some get some clearer um, direction and information about whatever the topic is that's in the in the story
0: okay all right and the next one has uh, that has to do with AI in the classroom uh, I don't know what subject you teach but uh do you see uh what are your, just your thoughts on AI? Do you, are are teachers starting to embrace it, or are they trying to ban it? And have you ever, I hate it. Have you ever caught a student trying to use it? You hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so here's the problem I have with AI. AI is a very useful situation. Um, however, I, I'm a special education teacher. And the reality is that I feel like it, it enables our students to be lazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Um, now this next one has some, uh, talking about student, student performance. Do you think, oh. much, do you think much students are behind where they should be? Like, do you see a lot of students? Cause I, you know, you hear a lot of people say that they find like, uh, you know, kids that are in college, but they're, you know, struggling to do like elementary level math and stuff. Do you think, have you seen a lot of that? And what what do you think is the biggest cause and decrease of testing scores?
1: Um, ooh. in, in my experience, what I see is parent involvement if parents were more involved and if the schools, there is so much concern these days about allowing parents into the schools for various reasons that we've, we've taken away the ability to be proactive and as a parent if parents were more involved in the schools, um, students' success would be higher. Okay. and I, I i'm I say that because I'm a parent. I'm a parent of six kids that came from the foster system and and i I see you know the challenges that they go through compared to the challenges that other kids have that didn't haven't been through their life and the involvement that has changed for them. And they struggle with that change because they're so used to, oh, you know, mom and dad are too busy to, you know, to be part of my school. And now my husband and I are both very active in our children and what they're doing. And so they struggle. Um, But at the same time, parents aren't educated. And what I mean by that is they don't, we've changed to common core and common core is way difficult for so many parents. The parents don't understand. They can't help their kids at home. So they go, I'm sorry, go back and talk to your teacher. We've, we've eliminated the ability for parents to be involved in the children's education. Hmm. And until we fix that, we, yeah, we're just going to have declining test scores because kids think that their parents don't care. I hear it all the time.
0: Okay. All right. Great. Um, My next one has something to do with dress codes. There's a, you know, uh, I just want to know what your thoughts on dress codes in general, if you, if you're, if you like them or you're indifferent, you don't really care about them one way or another. Some people think that they're racist or they can be sexist and stuff like that with some of the, the way that they are enforced, Um, some people want uniforms because they say that prevents classism. What is your thoughts on all of that? Like you, who do you agree with on all that?
1: Oh, um, dress codes, dress codes. My thought on dress codes is my kids used to have to wear uniforms and I was like, oh, great. I know that those are school clothes. I don't have to worry about it. um, but at the school level, it takes away individuality. Um, so that's kind of a. It, it's in my world that's a. That's a challenge because I want I, I want to see individuality. I want to see independence. I don't want to see everybody doing exactly. We're not robots. Um, so I don't believe that that uniforms. I believe kids should be taught, especially at Sixth grade and up, they need to be taught how to who, how to appropriately dress, because as as they get older, they're going to start going into the workforce. They have to know how to do these things, um, and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. So, I I think dress codes need to be more specific. Um, they need to be. Uh, consistent through a district, because that's one of the things I see where we're at is that, um, in our district, one school allows one type of dress for kids and then the other school does not. So I think it needs to be consistent just so that there's not this, well, they do it over there. Why can't we do it here? Um, so I, I think, I think it needs to be consistent. I think it needs to allow for independence. Um, and I think that kids need to start learning how to appropriately, not only dress for the business world, but also they need to be able to, um, they, they need to be able to share their, their views as they're developing them again, it's a, it's an educational process. We have a student here that, um, um, wanted to wear shirts that supported, um, I can't think of what the name of the shirt is or what the the organization is. There's an organization that, that, um, brings suicide and crisis awareness, um, especially for veterans. And she was wearing, um, a shirt that came from that organization and she was, you know, that she supports and um, the school told her she had to change, that it was out of policy and that she wasn't allowed to do that. There's nothing wrong with the shirt other than somebody felt that it was a political type of statement. And I think that, that we need to, again, be educated and not create bias.
0: Okay, great. Awesome. Uh, uh, great answer. Um, my uh, next one has to do with bullying. Uh, bullying, you know, bullying is also kind of a um, controversial topic because a lot of people, you know, they a lot of people have different ways of solving bullying, whether it's to fight back and and or, you know, just to walk away. But some people say that's not always realistic. As a teacher, though, do you see a lot of students get bullied by other kids normally? What do you think is the biggest cause of bullying and what can teachers do to prevent it? And what are what are things that teachers are always kind of looking out for in that regard?
1: Oh, goodness, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so bullying in general is something that has been around for as long as people have attended school. I mean, the reality is, it's not something that's new. It's not something that is necessarily going to go away. It's just going to find a new way to rear its head. Um, so teachers have to be on, on the lookout. They have to be aware of what what are the new methods that are coming out? What are kids doing now, or what are they what might they do in the future that are going to be the avenues to express that bullying? Um on some level, um, and I'm going to go back to, gosh, when I was a kid, um, the reality is that bullying is in, in, when I was growing up, oh, they're just teasing you. Oh, they're just, you know, whatever. Um, again, I think it's, Bullying, I think, is honestly a, a way for kids to voice their opinions. They because they haven't learned appropriate methods to um, be individuals. They haven't they haven't um, goodness. This is a, this is a tough one. Um, they just haven't learned how to be themselves yet because they're still trying to figure out who they are, and as they're figuring out who they are somebody who has a different um you know some sort of diversity from them they think well i'm better than them or i'm i, I want to be top dog so they're going to try to push themselves up there even if it's in an appro- in a in an inappropriate method um teachers need to be looking out for those next those next waves you know nobody expected that bullying would take place through social media and all those things, but here we are. That's where we're at. Um I yeah, I I think that's it. And bullying you see everywhere and it comes in different ways.
0: Okay. That's
1: just that's just how it is. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. My next, my next one um, is about student behavior, kind of tied in with bullying a little bit. Uh, you know, some people, you know, people always blame that whatever generation is the new or, you know, people always are, you know, people are always blaming the generation before or after it's, you know, it's a constant thing, but um, people are, you know, some people say that student behavior has gotten worse. You know, i he- I heard that too when I was in high school, that you know the students are worse today than they used to be uh do you agree do you agree with that like with today's students with the students you see do you think behavior and a lot of students has gotten worse and what do you think is the biggest cause of uh bad student behavior is it the lack of parent parent involvement what's your thoughts on that
1: um student behavior some of it Some of it is lack of parent involvement. Okay. Um, It does start there. It does start with, we, we don't allow parents in the, in the buildings anymore. And, and we need to we need to be more of an open book as far as the school. I know that there's these security factors, and I know everybody's afraid of the next school shooting and and all of these things, or what's going to happen if if somebody walks off with a kid. I I understand all of that, um, but I, I really think that schools need to be more open to allowing. You know, parents, their parents. They're not. They're not some crazy person coming off the street they're not just anybody you're allowing parents of your of your students into your building and i think the more the parents see and the more the 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 kids see that the parents are here the more it's going to it's going to benefit everybody involved um that's my personal opinion not everybody agrees with me i know Um, I have a lot of teachers that I work with that are like, no, I don't want the parents here. I don't want, I don't want them. And I just think to myself, okay, so what is it you're doing or not doing that you don't want these parents to see? Because who else, why wouldn't you want free help? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why wouldn't you want free help? Um, so I, that's a, a controversy that I run into all the time because I have a different stance than other people. Um, As far as the other behaviors um, some of it has to do with um, I'm going to go to my grandkids. My grandkids are are so-called free-range kids, free-range children. What is that? Are you kidding me? What kind of direction have you given them? Now your house is disgusting and trashed because your kids just do whatever they're going to do and you've shown them no responsibility. So I see that I see parents that are the enablers. Oh, Oh, you can't fold that paper. Oh, come here, honey. I'll do it for you. Um, So (laughs) um, behaviors come from a wide range of reasons. They, it can come from a child that doesn't get enough attention at home. It can be from them not getting their way because the parents are so involved at home that, they don't know how to do anything for themselves behaviors are just coming from everywhere and there's i mean teenagers are running into you know different kinds of things they they have more access to things you know um i mean who would have thought that second graders could get a hold of of vapes and and <laughs> and whatever else they're getting a hold of but these things happen and so you just, there's a, there's too much of a, of a variety of how kids are, why kids are behaving the way they are. And there is no real solid solution for any one of them.
0: Okay. All right. And we're, we, we are almost near the end here. Um, the, we kind of just touched on it with parents and stuff uh, here. A lot of, you know, a lot of parents kind of get defensive when teachers talk to them especially when, you know, their child is in trouble or something that they did. You know, you always hear that, like, oh, you know, my child will never do that. Uh, you know, that's a very, you know, popular um, for, you know, thing that you hear parents say. Uh, have you ever seen, like, a parent just talk to you or, or act or even dress inappropriately? And, like, what can be done about it? And what should parents remember when they're talking to teachers?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, uh, parents, again, we're going to go back to if they were allowed to be in the school, they would see more. Mm -hmm. So they would be more knowledgeable as to what they, what's going on. Um, I, as a parent have never gotten defensive because I'm like, okay, what'd my kid do? I always, I always trust that the, that the adult is going to be honest. Now, there will, there has been times, I'm not even going to, you know, deny it, but there's been times where I felt like the, the teacher was just, okay, this, this teacher just isn't in the, in the right place for them. It doesn't mean that they shouldn't be a teacher. It means that they, they just are not in the right placement. Um, because, I had a situation where two of my kids had the same teacher, two at different grade levels. One, I fully expected to get in trouble on a regular basis, okay? And one who is completely like, no, doesn't get in trouble, well behaved, always does their work, da da, da da da. So when I have both of those kids coming home and telling me A, B, and C, then okay, now I'm looking at a bigger picture. So if parents have the information and they build that relationship, teachers must build relationships with the parents. They have to be able to do that. If they can't or they are unwilling, then the system is broken. It's just the system is broken. Teachers, all school staff has to be able to build relationships with students and parents. Parents need to be able to openly discuss and feel comfortable um, voicing their concerns because if they feel comfortable voicing what they have to say about their child, then the teacher, they can have a conversation that's two ways and not, you know, just biased. Now there are some parents that no matter what their kids are, are, their kids are angels and they can't do any wrong and there's nothing you can really do other than provide more information or have support from another staff member that says, look, I witnessed this. This is what really happened. You can't – parents, when they start seeing it that way, then they, and, and they're not attacked, which I've seen teachers do. I've seen teachers go, well, your kid did this. Rah, 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 rah. You have to be able to – open the conversation um we're coming back from fall break i have kids that are like i said i'm a special education teacher so kids these kids they don't they don't come back in and they're just ready to go we have behaviors and we have to re relearn everything we did for the first quarter or second quarter whatever um i i made the mistake of mentioning to a parent hey did anything change over the over the break this is this is what's going, this is what I see today. She came back with, well, I'm confused. Now you're complaining about this. Well, no, I'm asking a question because this is not what I saw before break. And it's completely different than what we were, you know, so I'm asking, was there anything that changed so that I know what I'm looking for? So yes, I was, you know, she, she was like, wait, I'm confused. I don't understand what you're saying. But then, we had the conversation, we had the dialogue and she was able to understand and I was able to understand. So it, it takes that work. It's, it's all work. Everybody has to be willing to do it.
0: Okay. All right. Um, my last, um, uh, my last question, it's kind of, it's a two-parter, but, um, okay. what is something that schools, in your opinion, what is something that schools get right? And what is something that schools get wrong?
1: Oh, wow. Schools get right. Um, Wow, that's really hard because at this point, there's such a teacher shortage that we can't even get. Like, what I see is um, the schools, they hire warm bodies, and that's not beneficial for the school or the students. Um, wow. Getting right. I, I mean, I I'm kind of stuck because as a, as a teacher, our district is doing everything we can, but funding is not there. So that's, I mean, if they don't have the funds, they struggle, um, which starts at the government level and, and all of that. Um schools the leadership the leadership is typically in they they write, they have the right they have the what am i trying to say here their hearts and their minds are in the right place but schools have to be supported above us
0: okay all right,
1: because I haven't seen a leader that's in a school that is just there because they want to because they want to run something that's not that <laughs> <laughs> they're here because they're, their hearts and their minds are in the right place. They just need to be able to be supported.